mean, I couldn't imagine a better career. I literally have stories I can't tell because people just won't believe them. I don't even waste my time telling them. Because... We talked briefly about this yesterday, how we're uh, sort of done with Ozark or ready for it to end. Oh my gosh, I think it gives me nightmares. And and last night, I, I mean, we were I was trying to stay awake and catch the rest of it. And now I'm now I think I'm just like, how many more episodes do we have left? Like two or three, I think. Yeah, I think it ended on episode ten, and then it there's like it goes to twelve. Yeah, I think I'm just ready for the Cliff Notes version of the last hour and a half, two hours. Oh, I think it goes to fourteen. Yeah, I'm like, I let's think... just skip ahead and watch the last one. You're oh, like, you, no, we can't do that. You tried to do that last night. You were like, let's just go to the end, and then I'm just like, yeah, that, that'll be more confusing because we'll be like, well, how did that happen? Well, where's this person? Where's that person? It's just too dark. It's not. Well, we are watching it at like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, but I'm just to the point now. It's like everybody's melting down. Every it's all coming unglued, and I'm like, all right, just just come on, end this already. Like I know it's it's so obvious that nothing is going to end well. Oh I'm yeah, like, just get there. Yeah, everyone's gonna die or go to jail. Yeah, I saw <laughs> kind of how I feel. Um, but yeah, I remember we were talking about that yesterday, and I was just like, oh man, I'm ready for this. I, they made this last season. I'm so glad I came back. They made it way too long. They have just stretched this whole. Oh, I know it's it, annoying. Just way too long. Yeah. Um. All right. So Cal went to the play place today. He did. He has three hours at the play place and three hours at home of therapy. Yeah, Mondays and, and Wednesdays are those six-hour therapy days. And honestly, I don't know how people have regular jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like it's hard enough. Ta- like we, we always talk about. Like it's hard enough doing like the pickup and drop off. You know, at elementary schools and middle schools and stuff. And then you add autism and therapies to it. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't even know anymore, like, what is a regular job? You know, I almost think that that's almost being redefined, you know? Well, I'm saying like nine to five in an office. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I know what you mean. I'm just saying like, I think people are even asking themselves, why do I have a regular job? Yeah. You know, and, and even just not autism related. I just think in general, people are like, uh, why am I... Because you just hear so many, like, I know so many, not so many people, I know, I know quite a few people that over the last couple of years, you know, left a business they were in for a long time or told their business, hey, either I work from home or I do some kind of a hybrid one day a weekend this, or I'm leaving. You know, it's like people, but I think too, I mean, especially in the special needs community, it's like, hey, I, I've now realized how important my life is, how short it is, and how I'm really not in control of much. Yeah, because when the whole pandemic thing, like the waterfall, everybody went over the waterfall. I think people were like, you know what? I'm not doing this forty to sixty hours a week at work anymore, sacrificing all that time and and, and really happiness, only to come home on the weekends and be a slave to my email and text messages from work stuff. Yeah, you know, which I guess if there's good things that came out of all of that, I think it was that. I think it was people going like, no, I'll I'll cash in my. Hundred and eighty five, two hundred and twenty five thousand, two hundred and seventy five thousand dollar a year job, you know, to make half that much and and call my shots during the day. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason. Like maybe you just don't want to commute. Maybe you want to spend more time at the gym or with your family. Or like us and special needs. Maybe it's just like we just it, it's a much better flow if we have the ability to call our shots. Yeah, freedom. Yeah. It really is. I know. It's crazy. Well, I mean, you were in the media for 20 years, you know. Yeah, like 22 years. And we typically would keep moving for radio. 
I mean, we like Florida, but then some of it too is his therapies. Like once I had him all settled. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, there there is a point, there is a time and point where you just go, okay, what's more important? You know, some people though, I do think the work defines them. Like they're obsessed or addicted to saying that they're doing this, they're a part of this. Yeah. Only to realize not at 35 or 38 or 42, but unfortunately at like 56, 61, that what did it really mean? You know what I mean? Like what did it really mean? They look back and then at that point, obviously you have more time behind you than in front of you. And you go, wow, I missed this. I missed that. I didn't have an opportunity to do this. It's funny. We were talking last night because my birthday is tomorrow and I'm just horribly... It's just horrible. I keep being reminded of it in so many ways. But you were like, you know, like, what else do you want to do in life? And I'm like, you know, I've really done it all for me. You well, have. And that really makes me feel good, you know, because now it really is about, uh, well, number one, it's about Cal. And just, you know, with Cal, it's just the day to day, right? It's just like keeping him functioning, healthy, happy. And the other side of it is the other kids and keeping, you know, making sure that they have, you know, a great childhood and some, you know, responsibilities with their school and sports, obviously, I think is the biggest thing with them. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know, aside from I've always wanted to see an NFL game uh, in Green Bay. I am not a Green Bay Packers fan. I've just I, I growing up watching it on TV, the stadium and, and playing there and, or, or watching people play there in the snow. I'm like, I've always wanted to go to Green Bay and see a game. Yeah. I want to do that. Um, I'd eventually like to go and spend time in the Keys. You know, the 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 Florida Keys. Yeah. Aside from that, man, I it's been great. Well, you've lived in a lot of cool places. You've had a great career. You've got to meet a lot of people. Yeah, I I have, and 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 so yeah, I don't know. I, I you know I think I think everybody gets like this like you near close to your birthday, especially when you get a little bit older, and you're like, well. What now? What next? But I've had a great opportunity the last few years to literally call my own shots, do whatever I've wanted to do, and have fun doing it. And I just keep riding that wave, man. It's just, <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I never looked at what I did, like the media business, as really a job until my last job. Yeah. You know, I always was like, yeah, I mean, I'm an employee, but not really even though you really are an employee. I never really truly felt like that because when you're on the radio, you are kind of calling your own shots to a certain point, you know, especially when you're working with good people. Right. And so it really was like kind of, I I looked at it as it, as I was renting, even though they were paying me, but I looked at it as I was renting the studio for four hours a day, just going in there, doing what we did, the content we built and created and broadcasted and then left and when then create the strategy for the next day's show. But I never looked at it as, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I never wore a dumb key card around my neck. I thought that was the stupidest look ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I freaking hated it. Actually, I take that back. I think I did, actually, for a period of time. But I'm like, I hate this. Like, this is so <laughs> stupid with these key cards around your neck. I like, know. I was like, we're in the entertainment business. Why are we wearing, like, why do we look like this? So... Little things like that, but not until, yeah, I would say until my last job, like once you get to a point when you look around and you go, I am not really surrounded by the world-class people that you should expect yourself to be surrounded by, then it really becomes a job and you're like, 
eject button, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just a drink. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was wondering, you're making a face. I was like, are you about to choke, <laughs> throw that. up, sneeze? I no, like, I ate too fast. I feel like there's something stuck in my throat. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, I don't know. what. The, I think this goes back to what you said about ha- having a normal like job. You know, I, I think I look now, if I was trying to do that, what I was doing, especially with the with the caliber of people, most of the people, not all, most of the people, and then we were trying to deal with Cal and all of his therapies, and I don't say deal with Cal like he's a problem or a nightmare, like don't take it that way, but it's dealing with the challenges that come with autism. And then being like, you know, in all of that goofy drama, negative world, uh, it wouldn't be good. I, I don't know how special needs parents do that. Like, cause I know, I know that some of them have very tough jobs, um, poor quality bosses, um, poor management, and they have to deal with that and deal with what's going on at home with special needs. That is very hard. Well, and when you left the radio station, he wasn't yet diagnosed. He was diagnosed after that. We were going through the process. We the knew, appointment was scheduled. Yeah, we knew it was coming. And he was already doing um, therapies through early steps. Yeah, we, you know. we knew even if it wasn't autism, it was something. Yeah. Like, you know, we just kind of knew. Yeah, I pretty much prepared myself yeah. for it. And and the, the the place I worked for just made some poor decisions. And so it was already causing like unneeded stress. Um, and just based on other people's insecurity, lack of self-worth and stuff like that. But, but that does permeate, you know, into your personal life and you just start going, geez, I'm not really... Uh, I, I don't I don't want to be a part of a losing effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that I mean that's just DNA who I am. It's hard for me not to care about what I do every day. I'm just not that kind of person. Oh, I yeah. know people. I've been actually jealous or envious of those kind of people. Um I mean I know like four or five people who are still in the radio business who are like I hate my job. I hate what I do. I hate that I keep taking pay cuts. I hate that that this certain boss lies and sends me nasty emails and makes stuff up to make himself look better but they're able to turn it off like right at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock yeah and just going i'm like how do you do that like could you teach me that skill like how do you not care for like 18 hours a day yeah but i i get why they do i mean it's a skill i get because i can't do it i've tried i been like yeah i'm not gonna care then i'll come home for two hours and i'll be like I care. <laughs> and it's like... Well, but, it's important to you. Yeah, it is. But but with all the special needs things, like, I mean, everything just, I don't know. It was just the way it worked out and the way some other things worked out with that situation. Uh, well, then they really worked out. And then so we were able to really um, build this awesome thing. And so it's been, it's been really cool. And if I could go into more detail, I would. And I don't know. But anyway, it's just worked out great. And um, so I... You know, it's funny. I I will get text messages from a few people that that I still talk to from that. You know, and they're like, you know, uh, you're at the beach every day. You're at the tiki bar a few days a week. You're doing this. Job. I'm like, yep. And you can have that too. But I can't. I, it's not my job to you know shake that inside of you. Whatever you need to do, you got to figure it out. Just like I had to figure it out. Well, and then I put off, I mean, having five kids and you working all the time at the radio station and events and all that stuff, I and I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, but I put off sports for the kids as mm-hmm. long as I possibly could. And then um, I finally put the three middle ones into flag football because they could be on the same team. Yeah. And at that time, you were still working at the radio station, and you would come and go to the games and stuff, and I was doing the practices, and you were sitting on the sideline watching, but... 
you didn't really fully get into it until after the radio station. And I just think about what if the kids never had that experience to play because you were in this job that you were working all the time and I couldn't run everywhere, you yeah. know? No, I, so I, it's cool that they are getting to do it and we didn't even know how good they were. That's the crazy thing. Like what if people never gave their kids a chance to do a sport and they're really good at it and they just don't know yet. And let me how tell you, uh, let me, let me, let me how tell you, let me <laughs> tell you how <laughs> I can tell I've not been on the radio in a couple of years. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> eloquent speaking has lost my, uh, is lost upon me, but how selfish were we? Because even when we put them in sports, like you said, the true reason was only because they could be on the same team and we wouldn't have to drive to all these different practices. Well, that's like how I had to be- start it. That's what know? I mean. If we're being honest, that's literally just how it started. And then we started watching them develop and play. And honestly, it was feedback from other coaches because I didn't start coaching. I-, I was just a parent. I mean, I was just taking them. and Yeah, coming you know, from work. And- yeah. And what that blossomed into and the people we met and how this goofy world sort of all worked out. You're right. Like, I would have just kept my career and they would not have, we would not have done that really. And especially now with Cal, that would have been our secondary reason. Hey, I've got to get up at three forty-five, four fifteen in the morning. I think towards the end of it, I was so checked out. I was getting up at like five ten, five fifteen. 15. Um, <laughs> when you were getting up that early, I mean, we were, our house was shut down at eight o'clock. Yeah. I mean, now we're not even getting home from sports until 8.30, and then they have to eat their second dinner of the night and yeah. shower. But, I mean, you're right. We just never, they never would have, and how terrible. Like, I almost feel guilty. I mean, I'm glad it didn't go that way, so it, it, I feel okay, but I'm just like, yeah, I almost get nervous. Like, I'm about to fall off a cliff. Like, what if they, we never put them in sports? I know. As aggressively as we because did. Because we were too busy. Yeah, because then know? it turned into multiple leagues during the same seasons. For Trey, multiple sports in the same season. I mean, it really got awesome. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if things just didn't roll and work out the way it all did, uh, I mean, now obviously we're having uh, way too much fun doing all this. And um, the kids are amazingly competitive. Um, I mean, you had a great career and I'm happy for it. I mean, it took us a lot of cool places and stuff, but I'm much happier with our life now. I have. Stro- and you being able to be involved in the kids sports. And- I, I, you know, somebody wrote something to me on LinkedIn the other day, this woman, and she's just going through a terribly challenging period with her special needs kids. And you know, her and her husband sound like maybe they're not um, on the same page, uh, which happens a lot. Put it lightly. Um, I don't know this person. I'm, I'm judging off of what she 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 wrote on the post. Um, I mean, I you know I got into the radio business in '98, '99, and so through I would say till about 2006, 2007, right before the big crash. I mean, I couldn't imagine a better career. I literally have stories I can't tell because people just won't believe them. I don't even waste my time telling them yeah. because half of people. We'll say, oh, you're just being a, you're just bragging. Yeah. You know, but I, it's hard to brag about something that's just real, that, that stuff that happened, things you were a part of, things you did. The other half of it is like, I've, at times in my life, I've told these stories and people just go, oh God, you're such a liar. I'm like, okay, I can't win. Oh, so I just kind of park them in my mind and just move on. But well, I get to hear them. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> but, but it's just like, it, it just, I mean, I just, gosh, it was just, it was just so awesome. I mean, I just, you know, to quit college and everybody to say how stupid I was to do that. Um, and I remember looking back even just three years after that going, really? Like you called me stupid for this? 
So yeah. it was it was awesome and great stories and honestly the great connections. I mean, I, really, it's so true. I mean, I'm glad that the people that I sort of cast it off and I'm like, because I'm a pretty like I, I'm very bad at, at like lying and hiding my emotions. I really am. Yeah. And people will say, "Oh, you know, you should kind of fake it." Just nah, I don't have time for it. It's just we just don't have time for it. That's why I say I hate lying because the only way to get out of a lie is literally to tell another one. Yeah, it just it goes on and on. It's exhausting. Right. So, um, but even the connections I have now and the friends that I—I I mean, it's just been so cool to because that's been a part of me being able to do some of these other things, and 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 it's just really cool. But yeah, but the special needs. The special needs aspect of this, well, that's the other thing I wrote to this woman on LinkedIn. I said, I literally, for the last year, tell people, I don't recognize my life anymore. You would think when somebody says that it's a bad thing, a sad thing. It is an awesome, amazing thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because every day for 22 years, it literally was the same thing. Just kind of the cast of characters changed, the city changed, whatever. Right. But, you know... I don't recognize it, and it's just, I, you know, I got a call from a guy the other day, and he runs this really successful um, sports ag- agency, and he's like, uh, you know, hey, glad you can make time today, you know, this and that, I, I, are you up against the gun, you know, everything, and I'm like, I am the gun, and he started laughing. Yeah. I was like, I don't, you know, I, I don't kind of operate like like that i said I, I you reached out and you wanted to have this conversation i said i literally like you are the better part of my day if you want to talk for 40 minutes i'm here if we're having a great conversation and i'm getting something out of it you're getting something out of it you want to talk for four hours i'm here yeah you know and i think people are just like whoa like you know what i mean because i think that's just the real deal like instead of like hey we're gonna have this meeting for uh 20 minutes and i'm gonna do this for 18 minutes i'm gonna do this for four, 40 minutes and i'm gonna have lunch for an hour you know what I mean? i'm just like yeah what's getting involved in all that chaos it's just checking boxes so just to have you know that and i've never been able to do that kind of stuff before but yeah it's cool that is cool yeah it's cool and then but like you said adding in the special needs well like your business you've built a unbelievable business in two three years right right before a pandemic started yeah and so now you've got all of these hair clients at your hair studio and you can call your shots like you can say oh cal has extra therapy this day and i know by the end of this day i'm not going to be in the mood to go in and do an extension or a cut and color or whatever it is so you're able to kind of maneuver and move around and everything and yeah i mean i don't know what word you want to call it freedom flexibility whatever but it's like once you get it you want i mean how could we operate with special needs, with four other kids who are obsessed with sports and being competitive. How could we do it the other way? We just couldn't. Well, I couldn't imagine working for someone. You know, I've had my own salon before where I've had employees and now I have my own suite that I just, I get to make my own schedule, you know? And with five kids, that's what you have to do. Yeah. You know? And just special needs in general. I mean, even if you have one kid and you're dealing with therapies, it's a lot. I think, you know, the way I look at it, I mean, yeah, we work for... We work for Cal and the other kids. I think there's a certain point where you have to realize, like, you know, you if you're not doing most of the things with your kids, for your kids, uh, spending most of your time with your kids, I don't know really, you know, I mean, I'm nearly halfway to 90. Eesh, that's terrible. But you got to learn something along the way, right? Like, you got to have some realization. I, I, I told you this the other day. The happiest people I know... And I, I, I kind of gauge happiness with 
they make the money they want to make. They have no regrets or little or no regrets. They are worried about just a few little things, mostly their health and family and stuff like normal stuff that you should worry about. But usually those people are the people who spend the most time with their kids and do things for their kids. Yeah. That I know at this juncture in life. You know what I mean? Right. I, I know people who have gr- a great life, but I don't know that they're extremely happy. And I, and, I, and the one thing I notice is that they don't do a lot with their kids. They don't spend a lot of time. I'm not talking about being with your kids 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm talking about the things you do, the intention you do it with, largely are for your kids. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. That's just something I've noticed throughout throughout the last, I don't know what I'd say, maybe, maybe like six to nine years-ish. Yeah. So... Yeah, been cool. I don't know what the point of this podcast is, but we, <laughs> well, we're all over the place. But. Well, no, but I think we talked about last night. Like, yeah, like like how has? I think we were talking about careers, careers, and, and special needs, and and there are. I believe I I don't believe I know, um, because we've had several conversations. I mean, I don't want to lie. I mean, like thousands, and thousands, but several conversations with people who are either special needs parents or are going through the process and believe that they are going to be special needs parents believe you know based on their kids and what's going on and it's like okay how do i rearrange my life it's not almost rearrange it's almost repurpose to make it work because of the special needs right you know like i would tell people if you're about to like get a diagnosis or this or that I would consider repurposing your life, and that may involve a career change, and I think it would be better if you do it right. And I didn't even do it right. Like, it wasn't even like 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 a major plan. I was, like, hoping to sort of get phased out because of the environment and the negative trajectory of that environment, and it all happened to just work my way. But it wasn't like this thing where I sat down and I was like, okay, in six months, I'm going to do this, and then in three months, I'm going to quit my job, and then in eight months, I'm gonna... it wasn't like that at all. Right. It was goofy and crazy and chaotic, but in the end, it did all work out. Yeah, and you've done a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, you have skills you know you have. You probably don't know how to, like, how to, like, put Execute it. it. Yeah, like, like, you have skills that you can practice. Like, I have to, I'm the kind of person, I have to do things. I can't, I have to actually try to do something for me to realize it's either a a one grade a or like now nope, that's a dud that won't work no market for it or poor market for it or descending market for it you know or oh no ascending market embryonic you know semi mature immature super mature like opportunity like but i have to put things into motion i have to actually practice it and do it right you know what i mean like i would be a horrible doctor because I'd be like, hmm, I'm sort of learning about brain surgery, but I'll know a lot more if I just go in and try it. <laughs> so, but that's that just, sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, but that's just how I am. Like some people can study things for years and years and years, and then they sort of just get it. Not me. I got to do it. You know, it's like so. Yeah. But everybody's different. That's just me. Like I don't, I don't know. But, but I do think more people are like that than not. They're just actually scared to to do it. Like to come up with an idea, to create a company, to market it, to license out or sell it. And then do it again with in a whole nother industry, a whole nother sector, a whole nother market, and then do it again, and then do it the same thing with something else, and do it again, and do it again, and then, and then you start realizing, okay, that you know what I mean. That's how you do it. So right, so process. I mean that's how I do it. Like that's what works for me because yeah. I can look back at a body of work and say, okay, this is how it goes. So, and that's what's fun. It's fun for me. So, 
Well, and I think part of it is people say, how can you, how do you do this? Like, how do you have a career? How do you have the family life you have? How do you spend time with your spouse and how do you work out? And you just do it. You yeah. Just well, right after time. this podcast, we're going to go work out. That's how we do it. We're just, it goes back to the doing it, the practicing, just go do it. Well, and making time for what's important, what's important to us. It's our marriage, our health, our kids, you know, being active in sports, you know. You know what I almost think it is? I almost think it, it, it's not, if you have to make time for that stuff, I think you're already screwed up. I think it's you, you can't allow for the other stuff to even have time. Yeah. Get, get what I'm saying? Like, like you can't let in those other time bandits. I used to work with this guy. He always just say, this is a time bandit because a bandit steals things. Oh. And I was like, this guy was crazy. He was awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Bob was his name. God, he was something. He's still yeah. alive. Huh? That's funny. Yeah. He would always say, it's a time bandit. We're not doing this. This has been nothing but a time bandit. You know, or we'd be in a meeting and he'd be like, well, this turned into a time bandit 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, but you can't let, like, like it, it, people go, I got to make time for this. Make time. First of all, you can't make any more time. We already know how much time's in the day. It's set in stone every day. It's never changed. It never will. So you can't let the other stuff come in. Like you can't let the other stuff, the filler, have a vote, especially with special needs and autism and everything, because, you know, just because there's a therapist here for three hours, you still have to find a way that your time is valuable for you. Right. You know, like you still have to find a way. And it's not always about getting things done, but it's about enjoying your time. Like when I like when there's a therapist here, like I can't just sit here and look at a wall. Yeah. And a lot of parents, you know what they say? Oh, the therapist is here. That's when I catch up on Netflix. Really? Like that's what you do? Like I mean, I know. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I just I, I just can't. I mean, you could be making something. You could be yeah, I don't know. Well, you could be I putting mean, things in the motion. You could be on a phone. You you could in fifteen hours in one week, you can build a full fledged business and ready to go to the market, licensing it out. And I'm not talking about making three million dollars in a week. I'm talking about making thirty grand in a week if you do it right. Yeah, and, and take the right shot. Right. Does it happen every time? No, but when it does, it's pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Like, I I just I don't understand, and and I think that's probably why like I had to get out of the the business when I did because the business lost its way, the radio business lost its way because I used to say 99% of the world are consumers and they are. We buy these phones, we hook ourselves up to the phones and we just consume stuff other people made, make. And I'm like, well, why don't you be the person that makes the stuff? Since you know that 99% of the world consumes it, you're better off being the 1% who make it. Right. If you make it, you know it'll be consumed because everyone's a consumer. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you know, but no, it's true. It's just how I think. So it's just, I don't know. I didn't want to be, I, I don't love being the person that sits around and just consumes the stuff that other people make. I'd rather just make stuff. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's why you'll watch a show every once in a while, but it's at nighttime. Like, yes. Literally at the end of the night, 1030. Usually you have to beg me. Yes. Usually you're like, can we please watch a show? And I'm like, oh, I guess. Cause I love just talking. You do love to talk. <laughs> just, I just love talking. But now that we're doing the sports and everything, and we're talking so much about sports and the kids' games, and they're getting amped up, um, and now we're getting into a point in their sports, quote unquote, career. I, I say career. What else do I call it? I mean, what? I mean, they, they treat no, it, it is. I they mean, treat it like a career. God. Yeah. Um, that now I'm starting to get like. <sighs> guess the words feedback from like other parents that they play against like 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 so the trash talks becoming a thing yeah and so now we're getting hey um you know there's some 
trash talking going on. There's some showboating on the field. There's some this, there's that. And I'm like, awesome. Like, yeah. this is getting real. Like, you're offended and I'm amped up. I'm energized. Like, people are understanding and, and they have an awareness to these kids' competitiveness. Right. And if it's spilling over into school and these other kids are getting wild about it, I'm like, yes, here we go. Now, of course, there's within reason. I mean, you know, there's a difference between um, swagger and being a bully. Right. You know, and oh, so yeah. obviously we're not interested in, in the bully aspect of it. But swagger, come on. Well, it's pretty cool to see. And their confidence is high. Yeah, so we start this Daily Autism podcast, right? We're 90-some episodes in, whatever. We've connected with thousands of people, dozens of brands, uh, marketers, uh, products and services in the special needs uh, sector and category. We have ongoing emails, conversations with these people every week. Yep. Some of them really good. Some of them just fair. Some of them, yeah, not worth much. But that's part of the process. And then once my kids got into sports and i mean very at a very competitive level meaning they take it extremely serious i mean we we were talking about the podcast the other day it's like uh, I, our kids there is not one thing you could say would, would you hey do you want to play in your playoffs or go to disney world <laughs> they'll roll their eyes at disney world yeah you know they what would. i mean yeah yeah i mean yeah, they'll throw the mouse right out the house they <laughs> don't care it's all about the sports yeah so you know, and so that has become like kind of a core pillar of what we do. It's been exciting. Um, that's why I became a um, a licensed athlete agent. I know because, it's awesome. Yeah, and and built out the sports agency because, you know, I looked at what is the. Again, I think if you build it around your kids is really what gives you some some insight of being happy, being successful. It doesn't have to be a business either. I mean, it could be a hobby. It just so happened to be that for us. But, um, I I don't know. Just realizing that you know we're going to be um, influenced by sports by, you know, other um, parents who were influenced by sports, teammates, you know, sponsors, schools, sports entities and stuff like that. So that's when I, I sat down in the midst of doing a couple of other things and going, okay, well, let me look into a sports agency and how I can build that up on my own. Oh, wow, you actually have to get a license for that. Hmm, I didn't know that. Well, so then you start going through that process and then you go through the licensing and FBI background checks and, and this and that. And then you start, then you start, then I start going, okay, well, my, my contacts in the entertainment and media business, hmm, how can I parlay that into that? And then you start having conversations with people. Oh, well, this will make sense. Oh, this won't make sense. Oh, what about this? Nobody's doing this. Da, 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 da. And you start connecting the dots. But at the end of it, the core of the whole thing is doing cool stuff with your kids. Yeah. Like having fun with the kids. I mean, I don't know. It's just And all- helping with their sports career. Helping with I the mean- sports career and keeping them focused and, and, and happy and upbeat and, you know, um, and even Tyler, who's, you know, going to, going to be wrestling for his high school and is really a student of jujitsu now and, and looking at opportunities for him to get more involved in more of the, uh, branding of that. And, and that's a wide open, um, spot right now with the, you know, emergence of jujitsu and wrestling and yeah, all of that. MMA. Yeah. And it's not, you know, a not like non team sport branding. It's kind of some fascinating stuff in there too. So yeah, nil agent, name, image, and likeness. Yep. Yeah, that's exciting. Florida was one of the first states to um to kind of let that go to green light it, and so now um you know it's not even a year old. It's uh, but fun business, and um I don't know. It's just uh it's fun to jump into something that you do all day every day, like you care about, like sports. I've always just loved sports. Um, but then you know 
from from a from a business side kind of to look at like the entrepreneurial opportunity not just as a business but how you can help your kids their teammates their teammates parents I mean, we become very good friends with you know a lot of these parents involved and i don't know i i just i look for things that are meaningful purposeful and a lot of that comes from kids your kids and yeah. anything outside of that i'm like i don't know people call and talk to me about stuff and anymore i'm just kind of like eh, nothing's really getting me excited you know nothing's really getting me anxious other than stuff that it really has to do with, with with my kids, which is a good thing. I always know something's good, like like when I get kind of anxious. Like someone calls, they're like, hey, I got this idea, I want to run it by you. And I'll be talking to them and going through it. And it's been months since anything's really been like, hmm, well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Most of it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'll help you out if you need some help, but I, you know, not for me, da-da-da-da-da. But anything regarding kids, sports... Um, you know, special needs community, autism, and, and just dealing with that, the whole lifestyle surrounding that, that's stuff that just, I don't know. Well, and you know how to endorse things because you used to, so that's what's good, your background. Yeah. yeah so you like, would be getting these kids endorsement deals. Right, so that's, the, yeah, that's, that's the jam. And so, but yeah, again, it was looking back on the skills that you have, what you were able to do at a, at a, at a high level, if you think you did it at a high level, and parlaying that into something else. Right. That, actually has real opportunity and that's if you're trying to change a career and again we talk a lot just to the special needs community i mean anybody can whatever but i'm just saying like you hear a lot of people going like all right my son has autism he's freaking out he's biting people he's having meltdowns he won't eat this i can't sleep i'm exhausted i've always hated my boss but now i hate him even more because he seems like more of a monster because of what i'm going through at home and da 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 right so my thing is you got to get the hell out of there because your kid, your wife, your other siblings, hell, your dog, you know, your beer drinking buddies, they all need you too. So you got to find a way, you know, to figure it out. Yeah, redefine yourself. Yeah. Just repurpose what, what, what it's all about. So. All right. I just think that that's, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. That's healthy stuff. It is good. Yeah. And find I think, the right balance with life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that can change, by the way. That can change. It's not a perfect science. Right. Like the world that you were talking about, like how do people have those jobs? They want you to believe it's a perfect science. You have to come here, sit here, and do this. And if you do that every day, five days in a row, well, you have earned this paycheck Yeah. after the government gets their money. But you know what I mean? They right. kind of talk you into that. Yeah. Um, you have to give up your Friday night or Saturday night to go do this. And then we'll really appreciate you. Ironically enough, my last job, because we're talking about sports, they brought in this new boss. This individual would do nothing extracurricular in support of their employees or the company. And the excuse always was, I have a son who plays sports and he's very busy. But because of that, all of you have to do all of these stupid weekend and night events. Some of this crap was like, go sit out at a gas station and hand out free hot dogs. I mean, it was truly embarrassing. Yeah. Like, that, that was the media. I, I, this is like, I don't know, 2019 or something. I'm like, really? This is, the, this is the interactive modern media we're all talking about? Hey, here's a free hot dog. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> I was like laughing. I mean, I was sending videos to my buddies going, uh, this is incredible. You know, but, but I look back at it and go, wow, the reason why, why, why the other employees of where I worked, my coworkers, some of them who were really good people, 
and myself weren't able to do sports and, and explore those with our young families, because this other this person is much older, an old dude, uh, and he's in terrible shape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's an old and terrible shape guy. Okay. But no, he really, it was horrible. It was horrible. There, there were women that couldn't spend time with their young children and explore new things that you do with it. And then there were people who had a little bit older kids like myself that we weren't able to have nights and weekends. And all. And the only reason why, oh, I have a kid who plays uh, sports and I've got to be there and we have to travel and we have to do this, this and that. And so that is yet another reason why it was good to, to evacuate because we wouldn't have had, that's, I mean, I talked to someone the other day that's still continuing and it's terrible, but, you know, so we would not have been able to give that to our kids the opportunity I know. And selfishly speaking, I don't know. I mean, I think you and I are having just as much fun as the kids. I mean, I'm loving it. Like, Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I coach one league. The other one, I am a professional full-time spectator for Austin. Tonight. Tonight. And it is just a blast. I mean, I show up. I'm nervous as hell for her. Like I, I, I know. Like fun. right before I watch like, like my football team, I watch Washington play on Sundays. I get so nervous. Yeah. Like, like I need to settle down. It's just like that watching her. It's amazing. It's awesome. I mean, it, it's... I, I, I if I do have regrets, I guess we couldn't have done it a year or two before, but that's come and gone. We're not going to get the time back. But like we said, I'm so happy things worked out the way they did just for a, a myriad of reasons, but really to watch this. And do, I mean, I think we're really truly having as much fun. I do too. As they are. Yeah, it's and a lot so, of fun. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been cool. It's also a much needed break from the special needs stuff. And again, that's not a negative thing. That doesn't mean a break from Cal. It just no, he's still with us. He's with I us. Mean, he's there. He's at the just, field. We need sometimes a distraction, but a positive distraction. Like I said, we're not the kind of people who just want to lay on the couch and eat Doritos and watch TV. Like no, if that's your thing, that's cool. I mean, that, that doesn't affect me. It's just not our thing. Right. But if I can go watch our kids, you know, do something they love, you know, I mean, I mean, they act with passion doing this, so it's it's cool. They do. All right. Alrighty. So, special needs parents, I'm telling you, it's okay to wake up and say, I don't recognize my life anymore because I literally do it every day, but it's not bad. It yes. is not bad. Doesn't have to be bad. A lot of people say that, oh, I don't recognize my life anymore. And it comes with a negative connotation, but it's, it, it doesn't have to be that way. I agree. Yep. All right. So, tomorrow's my birthday. Is that true? Tomorrow is your birthday. Eesh. What do you want for your birthday? Oh, I've got everything. I've got everything. You got everything you want. You know what? I read something the other day. People die within six months of their birthday. Oh most, my god! Most people Why would die. Why you say within, that? Hold on. I read the <laughs> other day that most people die within six months of their birthday. Okay. But here's what I thought: Aren't you? Aren't we always within six months of our birthday? Yes. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> the stupidest saying. I I actually thought about it because. In two months, I'll still be within six months of my birthday. Right. Yeah, that makes no sense. In six months, I'll be within six months of my birthday. Three months ago, had I died, I was within six months of my birthday. Well, I said it doesn't it, make sense. It makes absolute sense, and it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it is dumb. I, I, like, I, I sat there, and I was like, damn, people die within six months of their birthday. I'm like, of course they do. You're always within six months of your birthday. But that's stuff that people, like, like literalists, people in. just think literally, they'll go and they'll share that and have like 57,000 shares. People are like, oh my God. Because people think within six months, like the six months before your birthday. Right. They don't realize that even three months after, you're still within six months of your birthday. <laughs> anyway, that's well, like, anyways. I thought that was interesting. Did uh, you think about it for a minute though? 
Yes, I did. Yeah. Because it just seems weird, you know. I know. It's, but I think people, like this thing literally had like 500,000 likes and 57,000 shares. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, God, it must be true. Look at all these yeah. people. And I'm like, oh, no, these are just dumb people. <laughs> like, it's That's awesome. funny. All right. Uh, thank you, Aspire Nutrition, uh, for Cal's probiotics and nutrients. Uh, we are absolutely loving what these probiotics, these are premium grade probiotics. Please do the research about probiotics you would buy from a big box retail, a retailer or even a grocery store. Uh, that is just not what those companies do. That's not what they specialize in. Uh, they cut deals with these other big companies and they get a shipment and they put it on a shelf. But that is not Aspire Nutrition. They started these nutrients um, because their son, just about to turn three, was diagnosed with autism. You can see the link at dailyautism.com. Uh, and I think that's all we have today. We're going to go get a workout in. Yep. We got Austin's game tonight. Ooh, 7.30 stick. My God, we got to hit. Can't watch the Caps till late. The Capitals are playing tonight. Can't watch Well, she's late. undefeated. Let's keep it that way. So is Trey. Come on. I know. Give him his deuce. Let's go. All right, let's go.